welcome to Reality Blows. And may I also say, welcome to fucking hell, bitch. Nick, what <laughs> was that? <laughs> Nick. I'm, I'm looking for new ways to introduce the podcast. We know this. Nick, that's I'm trying too much. it out. It is too much. I agree. When I said it, it didn't sound right. You okay? should start again. I'm not going to start again. We're all off and running. Okay. I don't want to have to do this Ugh. again. Once we do this, let's start again thing. It never ends. Folks, how has your week been? Why don't you say welcome to the Nick and Ash show? That's not what this name of the show is. <laughs> it's, it's not hell either. Well, sometimes it can be. What? Beauty is in the eye of the beholder. I can't believe this. Um, folks, welcome to our show. Uh, rate us five stars on Apple Podcasts. Actually, I don't know if you can anymore. They've changed their app, and it's absolutely screwy. I don't understand what's going on at all. I was trying to listen to a podcast that was like doing like long-term division. Long-term division? <laughs> Wait, what's it called? Long division. Long-hand division. No, long division. <laughs> Long hand. I think it's long hand. It's not long hand. Long hand and shorthand <laughs> is script and print, right? Okay, well, it's like long number division. W- what are you trying to express? I'm saying long division is not. That feels wrong. It is. It's long it's division. That's when you keep doing it. Short division is when it's, you know, short. Listen, this is not why people tune into this show, but did you really have an independently bad experience? Yes, with I was trying to app? listen to a podcast and it was like... Long-term l- division. L- it was... Established. It was giving me like options and buttons I had to click, and I was just like, "I'm driving. I'm mindlessly doing this. Yeah. Don't make me interact with the app." So I just listened in silence until I got to a stoplight. <laughs> I was in. Uh, I was. I was trying. I was in the app this morning, and I was trying to listen to something. And another podcast that I listened to started playing. Wow. It was just like, and the the artwork for the podcast that I was looking to listen to was there, and and like it was actually, you know, you could see the little scroll bar was as like, if as, it was that podcast, but it wasn't. It was just a different podcast That's that I weird. I'm subscribed to. Apple, get your shit together, Par- man. Apparently, well, what they did is they've made it like the Apple Music app, so it's like the oh. same thing. They're just not, you know, and they also like as I don't, I'm sure every one of you have a podcast. Uh, as is uh, guys tell us what your podcast is about (laughs) yeah we'll sub and or excuse me follow now you follow podcasts oh you don't subscribe subscribe, and i don't know if you can rate them i I don't know but it's supposed to be just like the uh, music app and apparently people are having a lot of problems with it so um i eventually figured it out i had to delete the podcasts i wanted to listen to and then re-download them it ah to so maybe to that's the key well i had a little podcast situation which is that you guys know i went on a vacation to myrtle beach south carolina i went to ocean lakes i will be talking about that in depth is but it, is myrtle beach in south carolina yeah Boy, this entire time I thought it was North Carolina. No, South Carolina, babe. Mm. It's South Carolina. It's south of the border. Um, you have to pass south of the border to get there. Anyway, flying back, your little Ashley did not have anything to make her feel comfortable on the flight. I ran out of Xanax, and I listened to our podcast. That's right. And you said it comforted you. It helped. I mean, I did have a complete meltdown and both stewardesses had to get involved and so did a nurse. Flight flight attendants. Both flight attendants got involved and so did a nurse and it was embarrassing and I'll never fly again. But 
the thing that the thing that was the most calming was listening to our our most recent Six Flags episode. And you said I was making you laugh. Yeah, you made me laugh, babe. What did I say? I don't know. You were just being a shithead. You hey. know, <laughs> you were just saying things, and I find you charming. Oh, yeah, that's very. That's the nicest thing you've ever said to me. Yeah. Well, I w- I re- I researched what to do about flight anxiety before I got on the plane, and it was like envision what you're coming home to. And so I was looking at pictures of you and Lily. And so then when I was listening to the podcast and I could put that voice to those pictures, I was like, that's my guy. Well, you're jumping all the way to the end of, of your trip. I mean, we, we do need to get all of the greasy deets on what happened there in Myrtle Beach. I will talk about Myrtle Beach, but before we do that, I want greasy deets because I've been sitting here waiting for the past two hours to hear about the fight you got into in the parking lot, okay? Now, you already know about Myrtle Beach. I don't know yes, about but, this parking lot but the fight. the fine folks at home don't know about Myrtle Beach. Yeah, but like I'm the one on the edge here. Well, okay, so what Ashley's referring to is I just had a nice lunch, even though that setup sounds like it wasn't, a nice lunch with my uh, sister and her boyfriend and uh, my uh, grandmother, and uh, Ashley could not go. She had some work to do, so she took a, took a rain check, and it was okay with us. We uh, were upset that she couldn't be there, Come but we, we understand. So uh, this is uh, this place is like, you know, it's the summer now. It's the Jersey Shore. So any sort of like summery spot to eat on a weekend, we are recording this on Sunday, it becomes kind of like mayhem. And uh, sometimes there's there's ample parking. Sometimes there isn't. We parked in a place that we were going to a place that uh, was connected to a marina. But you cannot park for the restaurant in most of those parking spots. Most of them are for the marina proper. And so what happened was I, I, I uh, dropped everybody off at the front, and I was like, I'll go find a spot. So I'm looking around, and uh, I see a guy pull up in a spot that is clearly marked. I, that's, it, it says uh, they will tow, tow you if you are not here for the marina. And so the guy pulls up. And then I'm like, oh, he might be there for the marina. I'm, I'm not judging, but that's why I didn't choose that spot. And he pulls up, and I can see him look and see the sign. And then I drive sort of like right behind him, and, I'm, and I pass him because he kind of parked in like a parallel parking, like side of the street parking area. And as I'm like getting up to his car, somebody like three spots ahead in a yes-you-can-park-here spot just wow. kind of pulls out and leaves. And I slip right in. Now, I don't know what this guy's agenda is. I, I just assume in my head that, like, well, I, hopefully he knows what he's doing. But I can kind of tell, like, the guy, like, parked and then pulled it out of park when he Ooh. realized. But as he realized, he looks ahead. He sees a spot opening. But as he that's happening, I pull into that spot. Yeah, now, that's your spot. That's my spot. Now, it's not like we were both, you know, we're all both trying to get the same spot in a Walmart parking lot. And he's, like, got his blinker on. And I kind of swoop no. in. It's nothing like that. He, it, for all I know was okay with parking there. But just me, like I'm the type of person that like looks at a person, sees what they're doing, and then completely assumes like every other bit of the context there. Yeah. So like when I see that he parks and I see that his car, like the backlight's going to park, but then it goes back in a reverse. Mm. I go, oh, he must have not seen that thing. And I go, well, and as I'm seeing that, I see a spot open up ahead of me and I pull in. Now, wait, it, but there's nothing wrong with you pulling nothing, into that spot. Nothing. Okay. It's nothing not like wrong. I'm missing something here about it, some sort it, of parking lot like uh, protocol. No, or... if I knew the man and the fact that he was looking for a spot and I was looking for a spot, 
I would probably be like, well, I'm going to slow down. And since he was around in this area first looking for a spot, maybe I'll let him get this. You know what I mean? But I, I'd have to know so much about this man who's parking. Right. Because I'm not going to assume he's not just going to the marina. You know, there's plenty of things to do in that marina. Get on a boat. They have fishing boats there that you could take out. It was, it's a nice Sunday. Yeah. But the fact that there was hesitation in the braking and the parking to me, it was like, oh, this guy didn't see that that sign. Mm. And so, oh, there's a spot here. Well, I'm taking it because I'm, I'm in the road and he's parked somewhere else. Yeah. So I, I park. I get out. I kind of look around. I'm like, hmm, okay, this looks like a good spot. I get out. I walk down the road. The man. No. Gets out of his car and he proceeds to physically huff and puff and keeps looking at me as I'm walking like it must be a 50 yard walk to what? the place I'm eating he keeps looking at me and doing this thing now you guys can't see but I'm gonna do it for Ashley he keeps like like you're walking and yeah. then he keeps going like uh, like trying to get me the classic that's what bulls do to notice yeah that he is pissed yeah uh, at me about something mm. you know what I mean like and I can only assume that it's I got this spot and he got out of the car and he was like, oh, shit. And then this fucking guy took this spot. I'm pissed at this guy, you know, rather right. than being like, go and fucking look for another spot. There's other spots. Yeah. You know, and so like he does it once and I'm like, OK, this is a little aggro. Now, let me just tell you, this guy was about five foot six, probably about 55 years old. Okay. All right. Was Bald? not a, balding, was not a jacked man. Just wasn't jacked. I'm not jacked either. And I, I'm not six foot five. I'm five foot ten and a half. Babe, Ashley, you don't say a goddamn thing. Don't lie to the folks. But I got some meat on my bones and I'm not 55 years old. Okay. And I, I'm walking You're around. You're a younger guy. I'm a younger guy. So I don't know what this guy, he was pissed off about me at, for something. Well, this is what I assume. So he does it once. I'm like, oh, that's odd. Like an odd. I'm like, but then he, I, I look, I look over like the corner of my eye. I have sunglasses on. And he's looking at me like he looks ahead, but then looks at me again. It's like, what? Like, like just trying to for me to notice like his grunts. That's so it's weird. very odd. It's 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 an un, from what I can tell an unstable move. Yeah. Now me being the person that I am, an antagonizer. I'm not an antagonizer. A but, shithead. But I'm I'm not a <laughs> shithead. But I I am a person who does not run from conflict in this way correct i've seen you stare down people while i hid so <laughs> i don't remember this but uh, i don't remember what you're talking about I, you've hid where are yeah. you hiding just you know into my phone oh right staring right, into right, my right, phone right, right. hiding in plain sight yes exactly so i mean i'm not a road rager no don't call me a road rager when did i call you a road well, rager? well i don't know when i was staring people down or anything like that no i'm just saying like you if don't if i flinch, get slighted in public you don't flinch if i get slighted in public i i don't back i'm not a backer down you're not Even a backer down that's my own that's my own italian rage okay yeah so this guy does this a third time and i'm like i would say 10 yards ahead of him at this point he's like pacing back and forth where his car was what and i turn around and i go i go what's going on i go what's the problem and he's like what what's what, what do you mean and he storms up to me only and by the way i'm sure we <laughs> listen i don't want to offend anybody but he storms up to me and stops 5 feet away from me that only a little person could <laughs> do you what know do what you i mean, mean? 
his body was moving so fast and rageful, but he wasn't moving, didn't get to me that fast. You know what I mean? <laughs> he just is like, a, you know, I'm sorry. Most men, the average male height is 5'8 or something or 5'7. And so this guy was probably average height. But yeah. as he got closer to me, he was smaller. I'll tell you who he reminded <laughs> me of, folks. And a, and a taller version of it, obviously, yeah. is the bagel boss, the bagel guy. Remember the guy in New York City who screamed about short, short guys don't. Yeah, and he gets yeah. like beat up by like some dude, like punches him in the bagel store. Yeah, viral sensation. Eventually went to jail for something crazy once he became like famous. He was very bagel boss. Yeah, bagel like. boss energy. He had bagel boss energy. Gotcha. Like, a man on the edge. Yeah, I understand. And I go, I go. He's like, well, what are you talking about? And then I go, I go, I go, you're clearly huffing and puffing at me like I'm doing something wrong. I'm trying to figure out what I did wrong because I want him to, t- I want him to fill in the blank. Yeah. You took that spot. I want him to say that. Yeah. He goes, I, I, I'm not angry. I'm mad at my family. That's what, oh, he, that's what he says to me. He goes, no. I'm angry at my family. I go, oh, you're angry at your family? Okay. Because it looks like you're trying to get my attention and you're like huffing, literally huffing and puffing. Yeah. Guy, dude, just keep walking. Keep walking. I go, okay, but you need to chill. You need to <laughs> chill out. And he, I, I, and he was just like, yeah, well, well I, you know, I'm not looking at you. Stop talking to me. No one's talking to you, guy. And I'm like, okay. I'm like, I'm like all right, fine. Whatever you, whatever you say. I'm going to keep walking. And he's like, yeah, you got to get the last word. And I go, I go, I go, yes, but I am going to keep, I am going to keep walking. I do like to get the last word. I do like it. Were this you laughing while you were saying it? No, because there was a moment in time where I was like, am I going to have to tell this guy that I'm going to knock his fucking head off his shoulders if he comes near me? Like his energy was so yeah. excitable, Yeah. but he kept looking me up and down and was just, I think he just decided like, I should probably not be super aggressive right even though his like my anxiety levels like during the day and you can attest to this ash like i would say at about 11 <laughs> this yeah. guy was at about a 45 wow like like, a, like he was like literal steam coming out of his ears yeah so i'm sure he wanted to like run me over with his car or something like this so i was like i don't want to get too close to this guy so i didn't square up with him like right. literal squaring up like shoulder to shoulder i like kept my foot like i if you're a theater people out there mm, like i cheated out I cheated out like we're in my direction even though i turned back to talk to him because i didn't want him i didn't want to be like i'm stepping to this guy you should tell them what cheating out is cheating out is like uh if you ever watch a play or something like you know and people have conversations with one another they're not actually looking square yeah if you have two people if you have two people on stage talking they're not facing each other directly because they have to show their body to the audience they're like uh think of you know the person on the you know who is stage left has to keep their left shoulder kind of open to the audience and the person stage right their right shoulder but they can still kind of have a cheated conversation you're cheating you're making it look like we're looking at one another but we're not so that's how i kind of did it you know yeah And, and then uh i was just like all right dude you better chill just chill out, man, because this guy was losing his mind. And then I just walked over to the. I'm thing. mad so, at my family. I know, I, I, I'm not talking to you. I'm mad at my family. <laughs> I wanted to say, I feel bad for your family, man. I did want to say that. I didn't say it. I didn't say you it. You don't know what he's going through. I know what he's going through. I, I wrote, drove around this parking lot three times and couldn't find a fucking parking space. And then this one opened up and this guy fucking took it. So, I, I, I mean, listen, if you're out there, dude, I assume he listens. If you're out there, probably a big fan, (laughs) probably a big fan. Um, 
And uh, I am wearing my Loose Cannon Brian Pillman shirt today, which where there is like a literal madman on the, yeah, on the thing. Yeah, so that's I'm, intimidating. I think it also, this guy's like, what's this Loose Cannon? Like, I did feel like the Loose Cannon Brian Pillman. Who's, who's You're a dressed pro like you should be covered in tattoos. I know. I I normally do. I realize yeah. that my my New Jersey pandemic style yeah. is like I'm, I should have a bunch of tattoos. Yeah. But I, ha- I have not a one. Not a one. Uh, even though I, we did talk about it a little bit at uh, at dinner um, or lunch, whatever it was, uh, about getting tattoos, how I want to get one. My grandmother wants one now. What? Yeah, don't think it's going to work for her. But, what do you uh, mean she wants pain. one? She said she wants a tattoo. She told me Of what? I don't know. She said, I don't know. And uh, this was great. We were getting in the car, and uh, that's when my grandma made her announcement. Uh, you know, Gabby, because my sister, uh, Gabby, she has she's a tattoo person. Um, and her partner, Chris, also has a bunch of tattoos. So they're like tattoo people. Yeah. Um, and so any, anytime we have a tattoo question, can I go to one of those people? So, but my, uh, my grandmother who was famously against my sister getting tattoos. Yes, wildly Famously had to hide them from her. Told, she was like, Gabby, I want to get a tattoo. And then, uh, and then (laughs) my sister goes, my sister goes, oh, you're going to get a tattoo where? And then she was like, I don't know, probably a tattoo parlor. Uh, uh, and uh, was not making a joke. And oh, I, I thought that was fun. That and is I, fun. Uh, then she also didn't. When I, we were all laughing, didn't understand what. And then I, I, I had to repeat myself three times by saying, "She meant where on your body," <laughs> you know. And then that was the end of the fun. And then 15 minutes later, I almost knocked this friggin' man's head <laughs> on my shoulder. So it was kind of exhilarating. It wow. kind of made it kind of made lunch uh, you feel seem like better. You got a pep in your step. I kind of li- I like it. I like having a physical, not a physical altercation. You like confrontations. I like confrontations. It's I do. odd, but I only like them in that sense where I feel like no one gets hurt. I'm being well. No, yes, but I'm I'm more talking about no. I like when people get hurt. I do watch fight what? compilations on YouTube and stuff like that. But it's so weird. I don't want to be involved in it. But um, no, I I like when. Uh, some when a guy out there in the world assumes that they can just throw their like male ego aggression around, yeah, and there's just not gonna be any uh retaliation, right? And and then I and then uh, along comes a guy who really doesn't mind confrontation, mm. and then now it's just like I'm not too sure this guy's gonna huff and puff at a guy the next time. You like making some? You like putting somebody in their place? A little bit. I mean, I like because we do. We drive around a car that looks like kind of an older woman should be driving. You know what? I went to New York on Friday in that car. Yeah. I know what you're gonna talk about. We drive a car that makes. You're right. It looks like an older woman would be driving it. A family person. It's a. It's a hatchback. I guess is basically the style of yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah. It's a. Uh, what do you call those? A hatchback. No. No. It's there's another name. A wagon. It's, it's a wagon. Of, it's a wagon. And um, I got like I, I had such a hard time driving to New York. I went on Saturday, not Friday, and I got like someone tried to cut me off and like flip me off, and then someone else called me an asshole. It's like what's yeah, going on? Yeah, you were on? having some and, bad problems. Yeah, but I noticed that people will like ride my ass, like because I do the speed limit. 
For the most part, I do the speed limit because I just got a speeding ticket. That'll make you do the speed limit yeah, for a while. That'll put you right for about six months. Yeah. So I was I do the speed limit. People don't like the speed they limit. They hate the speed. They really limit. just don't like it. Especially so, in New Jersey, people are going like eighty miles an hour on a sixty-five mile an hour parkway. So you're you're I do the speed limit, and there's a lot of people trying to bully me on the roads of like trying to get me to speed up, and then getting upset because of this and that. And I've I've been sort of like tailgated purposely because somebody's mm. really upset and 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 my only my only wish i'll go slower if that's the case my only wish is that that person comes up next to me and realizes i'm not an older woman yeah and that i i get to once again just uh al- allow them f- to feel my rage yeah you know that's my only wish in those situations <laughs> i like yelling a good fuck you to somebody it just feels good to me I don't think you should get a tattoo because I had a um, I had a fake tattoo all week and I put it in the place that I thought I'd want a tattoo, which is my forearm. I was constantly thinking I should wash it off. I, like I felt like there's like dirt there. I'd like look down and be like, my arm's dirty. There's something weird about having a tattoo. And I've learned that from this temporary tattoo. Yeah, you get over it. It felt strange. It, I don't know. I don't I, I, I thought I wanted tattoos. What was the tattoo of? It was like a bouquet of flowers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was right here on my ins- inside of my forearm. I don't know. I, I mean, I think if I get like a cool tattoo, I'd love it. But you want like cartoon tattoos. You're like Ren and Stimpy, Beavis and Butthead. Yes, or brands. Brands? Yeah. Like the Chase Bank logo? <laughs> Probably not banks. <laughs> But like I, I would get like the I would get like uh you know like a Coca Cola. Absolutely not. Tattooed on my leg. What? No, babe, you're not getting tattoos because you Popeyes would chicken. Out, you would pick out dumb sh- tattoos, and that's why we can't let that, that would happen. Be, that would be my motif. I hate that. Like <laughs> ironic tattoos. What if I just had like the Colonel right here? That would be so <laughs> repulsive. He's pointing at his upper inner upper thigh. thigh, and just like. Where I would be like just poking out under my shorts, his head, and then people would be like, "What's up with your tattoo? What is that like?" A, I love KFC. And I'd be like, "It's a, it's the Colonel." No, babe, you're not getting any tattoos. I don't trust you. I'm sorry. Well, that's tough to find out on a podcast. Yeah. So why don't you tell us a little bit about this uh, Myrtle Beach trip you had? So we went. I went down to Myrtle Beach, flew by myself. Remind me why I thought I needed to fly there. I told you that I, I needed the car that week. Oh, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> My fault. So it's a 12-hour drive or a one-and-a-half-hour flight. Um, and I haven't flown without Nick in five or six years. My flight anxiety continues to um, surprise me and confuse me. I, I've, I It's only developed in the past decade. I remember it starting to develop in my 20s like getting nervous with takeoff and landing. And now it's just full blown the entire time flight, flight anxiety. And one time, like a couple of years ago when I was flying by myself, this woman uh, leaned over and told me that I should get therapy, um, which was rude, but I guess I was gripping the seat and maybe kind of like panting a little bit. Um, but she said that she used to have flight anxiety. She's, you know, I think she's, her heart is in the good Her heart is in the good place. And she was also Australian. So I immediately found her endearing. So she was like, um, I used to have really bad flight anxiety. And like, it's not about the plane. It's about childhood trauma. And I was like, well, that seems like more it's about you. But she's like, I developed it later in life. And, you know, go to therapy and they can help you with it. And I was like, okay, I'll do that one day. And instead I just got 
Xanax for flights, and that really does the trick. That knocks me out when we go to Disney World. Drugs, drugs, yeah. Sure. Take yeah, a Xanax. Drugs usually boom, do it. Out. Um, but I, I just had one Xanax. I didn't get a refill in time, and I just was like, you know what? I'll be fine on the way back. It's only an hour and fifteen minutes. How bad can it be? How bad? Uh, turns out bad enough to get the whole flight staff involved and a nurse on the plane. So that was embarrassing. I think for like the good of children everywhere, I just shouldn't fly. Because I think kids get freaked out. Yeah, I'm sure they do. But, you know, I think that if we're flying together, it's okay. When you're there, it's a lot better. So if we crash, we're together. Exactly. And I can talk to you. Yeah. So like being able to talk is huge. Because if you're sitting there in silence, you really spiral. Um, which is how I've met some really interesting people over the years. Just yes, leaning yes, over yes. and being like, hey, can we chat? I'm kind of nervous. Um, one guy told me about his divorce he was going through and he there said, said the worst thing is that it will, it will affect the children is what he said. Yeesh. Yeah. And I was like, this like is- ah, I'd rather crash. <laughs> <laughs> so wait now when, when you're freaking out and the, and, and the whole staff comes over to you, is it yeah. in waves or like, is it just somebody notices you and then they alert a second person? Like how, what was the actual sequence of event of events there? So I was on the plane and I was doing a pretty good job of of um, not being like super obvious about it. But then it got to a point where I was just openly weeping and hyperventilating. And the uh, this is during turbulence and the stewardesses were in the back. They had buckled themselves in and I got up and went back there. I turned myself in. I said, I'm having a really hard time. And I was clearly crying and shaking and stuff. And then they were like, it's okay. This is normal. Um, this is just, this is just waves on the ocean of the sky. Think of this as waves. Have you ever been on a ship? And then once I had let them know what was happening, they kept coming, like they would come check on me like every 10 minutes. They'd like come over and be like, are you okay? And I'd be like, yeah, thanks. And then there was a nurse who was a couple seats over who either just through, I'm sure just through the attention the stewardesses were, were giving me, came over and was like, um, I have a pack of gum and that can really help with a anxious energy. Would you like some gum? And then help me with some breathing techniques. Did you take the gum? I took the gum what and I did it? the juicy fruit. Oh, nice. Yeah. And I did the breathing techniques. I which love was juicy fruit. Three quick breaths in. One, two, three. One long breath out. <laughs> Yeah, so that was nice, and then we we uh, landed, and everybody was happy. On the flight there, even though I had, even though I was medicated, there was turbulence there, and I reached out and grabbed a man's hand, and he said something to me in Korean I didn't understand, wow. and then his wife was in front, and she looked, and I. I corrected myself pretty quickly, but just in like the heat of the moment and the plane jostling, I grabbed him. Grabbed him. So uh, I mean, it probably doesn't help that we've been watching the first season Lost, of Lost, yeah, for, which for is the just past like couple weeks. Flashbacks of a plane crash crashing. You look over like across the aisle and Hurley's there. Yeah. You're like, oh shit! <laughs> um, why did I? take the plane based on the yeah. numbers. I don't, don't want to fly anymore. I think I'm done flying. You keep saying that, but you know what? You've said that plenty of times. Ugh, it's kind of like a roller coaster where I'm like, um, I'll never do that again. And then there's so much pressure from everyone around me to do it. I'm like, fuck it. Just get me on there. I'll close my eyes. And then I panic through the whole thing. I literally was counting 
the whole ride back. So for like an hour and 15 minutes, I just counted up to 60, down to 60, up to 60, down to 60. Wow. Um, yeah, anyway, so that was my Myrtle Beach trip. No, I, uh, so that was the flight in. Flight in was fine, I, except for I grabbed that man's hand. And um, then where I was going was a campground slash resort called Ocean Lakes. And at the time of, of, of going in there, of making these plans, I kind of thought it was the only like version of this that existed in the world. But I've been since corrected to know that this is actually like a very popular model, which is a resort on the beach that is enclosed with a big fence that runs around the three sides. And it's many, many acres. It's huge. And half of it's divided into RV and campground sites. And the other half is divided into like beach houses that are really run the gamut from like the the traditional beach house on stilts to like a mobile home that someone has built a deck on. Because like they clearly just sold lots over the years. Um, I think it's been around since the 1940s. Right in the middle is a water park, a mini golf, a grocery store, and a restaurant, and an arcade. So it has everything you can want. There's no reason to leave Myrtle Beach. And then everyone rents golf carts, and that was very important for the entire trip. Sorry, folks. There was a little pause there because Ashley had too much saliva in her mouth. Why did you tell I, them? I, I don't, we have a little pause button, sort of like a... Uh, uh, signal, signal that we send each other but like i was not paying attention he was my... staring out the window well because the way we're hey, listen i don't have to tell everybody what's <laughs> going on here i just wanted to tell you folks why there was a weird little <laughs> pause there so i didn't have to go back and edit it and pretend like we're some sort of slick company here we ain't sometimes this when you're fucking talking hell bitch <laughs> Sometimes when you're talking nonstop, you don't have time to swallow. Okay, so let, let me tell you about the golf carts, We've y'all. We've been podcasting with this equipment for three years. Ashley still has no idea what the buttons do. Yeah, get over go- it. Like, get over <laughs> it. You just get a, you get hung up on something and then you hold... Hey, stop it. He's pinching me. I'm going to give you a pinch. Um. Okay, so the golf cart. So it's a, it's everyone's riding around in a golf cart. It's super fun. You rent golf carts. People have their own golf carts. But the best part of the golf carts, which I was not prepared for how incredible this would be, is something called the cart cruise. The cart cruise. It happens from 8 p.m. to 11 p.m. every night. It is along the main strip that like is adjacent to the beach that runs parallel to the beach. And what you do is you just ride down that strip and then you turn around and you ride back up the strip. And so it's just a long procession of cars like golf carts going in a flattened circle can you imagine in your mind people are giving out candy glow sticks there's music playing people are shouting it's like super fun super social feels like a party Um, and everyone high fives each other which in the time of covid felt very strange there were people who were like giving out little hand squirts when you would pass their cart and that was nice of um, sanitizer but I did high five a bunch of people and then got freaked out and washed my hands multiple times would leave the cart cruise strip to wash my hands but you almost got to do it you got to high five I'm vaccinated I'm vaccinated I won't post the video of me high-fiving all these people but I will tell you about it um and so it was super fun it turned into like like I don't know just a joy like because I also 
would come up with something to get like say to every cart we pass. Like I'd be like, stay in school, keep reading, happy Tuesday, love vacation. Woo, we're on golf carts. Woo, we're at the beach. You know, I had like a line for every cart and that was really fun. Our first night, think, oh, by the way, freaking Julia Johns, freaking Julia Johns. You guys know her from the Southern Charm recaps. So this vacation was with my family. I was going down there to hang out with my grandma, my aunt, and my cousin, and it was a girl's trip. My cousin brought her friend and uh, her friend, and then they were like, you can bring a friend. So I freaking brought Julia Johns. She flew in on the second day I was there. Um, and it, she made it so much more fun because I think if I was just doing this by myself or just with the teens, it would have felt weird. But like Julia is so down to have fun and, and she just really, you know, she made this a memorable experience. So Julia, if you're listening, I know you don't listen to the podcast anymore, but yeah, if you what are, the fuck, Julia? thank you. Um, but what was I going to say? Oh yeah. Okay. So the first night. Uh, Julia gets there. We go across the street to Walgreens. We buy some White Claws. We're at the beach. We're doing a vacation. So we're getting ready to go to the cart cruise. And Julia asks, um, like, like, ask my aunt, like, can we, like, drink a White Claw in the golf cart? And my cousin, who's 15, is like, absolutely. You can totally drink. Like, there's no rules. It's totally fine. So we both got a little White Claw in our golf carts, and we were just, we were cruising the strip, doing the cart cruise. And Julia's just got, like, her can out, you know, resting on her knee. Julia. <laughs> I mean, could not have been waving her can around more, to be honest. And then all of a sudden, we get pulled over by a security guard who's like, like, um, what's in the can? And Julia's like, oh, uh, seltzer. And he goes, is it hard? <laughs> <laughs> and she goes, yeah, yeah, it's a White Claw. And he's like, you're going to have to pour that out right now. And she's like, we can't drink in the... Cr-. He's like, no alcoholic beverages in the car. They can't even be opened. And she's like, okay, okay. And then... Our cart was number 93, and he went on the, over the intercom, 93, drink it and drink. Um, 93's got alcoholic beverages in the golf cart, uh, but they do comply. 93 complies. They, like, put us on a list, and then we kept cruising. But we just kept laughing at the idea that this 15-year-old was like, you can totally drink in the car. And we were like, cool, and then just did it flagrantly, like, without any finesse. Had you seen anybody else drinking and driving? No, this was, like, my real first, this is my first night on the strip. Mm. So I just assumed everyone was drinking out of tumblers. You know how we have all of our Target yeah, tumblers? You got to put that, that White Claw on a tumbler. Yeah, man. we didn't know that. We didn't know that. Did you get with it the, as it went on? Yeah, yeah. We were, we yeah, not that night. <laughs> we were pretty scared straight that night. But the next couple of nights, we put them into go cups and stuff. Yeah, you're not allowed to operate really anything while drinking. Yeah, like, that makes sense. You can't really. I'm pretty sure you're not allowed to be on a bicycle if you've if you drank, right? Isn't there? I believe it. I isn't think, there rules against that? Yeah, I think any. But it's it's hard to believe that when you are you can only reach a speed limit of five miles per hour. But it does make sense, and it's not like we were getting wasted, guys. Just just know that, okay? Well, I mean, I think our fans have had their fair share of hard seltzers. They know that there's no real. Uh, Real trouble with pounding about seven, eight of those Is and it then, hard? Uh, operating heavy machinery. 93 complies. 93 complies. Was the cop cool looking? No. he. <laughs> we saw him later giving someone a ticket. And we were like, this fucking guy. Because it's like there are security guards all along the strip. So you like are riding past them. They see you. There's probably like, let's say, 10 p- um, put out on each side. Um, and... They are taking it very seriously, which is good because there's a lot of kids there. There's a lot of kids there. You see any fights? 
No fights. Uh, that's too bad. No, nope, no fight. I'd like to see a good fist fight on a beach. But what this is about really is like the children, like the kids under eight are just hanging out the golf cart trying to high five. And they're really fun because you can play games with them. You're like up high, down low, you know, like they're like in it for the high five. Yeah. And then all the teens, by the way, we did have the teens in the golf cart a few times. And it's so much more fun to have teens in the car because the teens are shouting at the other teens. And they're just like, you're beautiful. What's your Snapchat? You're gorgeous. Like they're just cut. And then they'll jump off your cart and go run over to another cart and follow each other on social media and then run back to your cart. It was just a party, y'all. Sounds like a goddamn meat market. It was a freaking party. Sounds like a meat market if you ask me food was a little bit of an issue we didn't have like the best food plan everyone was eating at different times and julia and i ended up eating like a bunch of meals by ourselves we went to one seafood buffet it was 55 dollars no 45 dollars a plate because they had unlimited crab legs and like we like get in there i'm just there for the crab legs of course. you know how i am you love them legs i love them legs and like julia's like getting all this other stuff from the buffet i'm like what's she freaking doing you know she's like getting like the fuck is this dumbass <laughs> doing she's getting like popcorn shrimp popcorn i mean shrimp you stupid son you know of a bitch. she's just she didn't go straight for the pop- crab legs i love popcorn, I love popcorn shrimp. shrimp i would too, be like, like julia because the cause she's the, got like a baked potato i'm like bitch that we're here for the legs dude so we see she sits down dude. she sits down with her cluster she got one crab leg cluster meanwhile i got like my plate hot pie high and she's like so how do i do this and i was she like she don't know how to eat a goddamn i was like what <laughs> she's like i thought i'd have crab legs before but i guess i, I never had so i got the joy of well teaching she is her. from a landlocked place yeah i got the joy of teaching her how to do that that was fun everything in the buffet sucked besides the crab legs the popcorn shrimp wasn't good popcorn shrimp were okay and the hush puppies were good Ooh, i love hush puppies but like everything else in the buffet was like in liquid like they had like these like yes. crab stuffed mushrooms and like they were in like liquid and it was like yeah, the macaroni and cheese was like too liquidy. If you ask my, uh, I mean, what, you mentioned south of the border and what we were talking about is, I'm sure we've talked about it on this podcast before, but it's the great tourist trap uh, between North Carolina and South Carolina uh, called South of the Border. Seems to be some sort of an amusement park there that may have run at some point. I just remember seeing rides that never yeah. moving, yeah. gift shops that nobody's ever been in. Uh, I did buy a whole bunch of fireworks there once uh, on a family trip. Yeah. But we did stop in a buffet that they had there. Ugh. And all I remember, we ran out of there. Yeah. I mean, you know my dad. Yeah. Uh, we ran out of there. And in the buffet, like we were the only ones in there. We went in there and all of the buffet food, I just remember it being like discs in liquid. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That's kind of what this was. Just like in like like a brown liquid, a red liquid. And it was just like, we looked around. We're like, huh? My dad was like, let's get the fuck out of here. And we just ran out of that spot. That's right. That's exactly what it was like. Um, But the, the seafood place had a live mermaid. Yes. This is interesting me so what's going on there so when you walked in there was like a pool that had a waterfall attached to it it was the pirate's cove was the, was the theme of this buffet so there was like a pirate descending from a ship's bow into this cove and in the cove was um a 19 year old girl with a mermaid fin attached to her and she was flopping around and blowing kisses at the little girls and giving them beads and but she was contained in an aquarium 
Um, was any other fish in that aquarium? No, uh-uh, just her. What did it look like? Was it like stinky and weird? It looked like a kiddie pool, kind of, yeah. but bigger. It was yeah. like, you know, like if an above ground pool was a um, shaped in like a crescent moon. Yes. And there's a waterfall involved. And instead of the walls of the above ground pool being like holding the water in, they were clear to kind of keep people out. And so what, uh, and so that you'd have a bunch of children running up being like, yeah, it was mermaid. children and like old men watching right, her. Right, just checking out uh, yeah. some, some mermaid babe. Yeah. Some mer babe. Yeah. Interesting. And then she would like, you know, she would sit under the waterfall and like kind of braid her hair and stuff and like lots of fin flapping and lots of waving and like, you know, shimmying around in the water. It's kind of like, uh, you know, they... You get to be like uh, like a Chuck E. Cheese walk around character. Yeah, like I was thinking, like if I was a teenager and this is the, my hometown and I did theater, I would be trying to be the mermaid. Theater. Yeah, because there was a performance element to it. Did so? Did the mermaid do well being a mermaid? Yeah, people Seemed really like liked her, and I like we liked her, and she smiled at us in a genuine way. So, <laughs> oh wow, yeah, she got points. You know, she did you give her a a pile of liquidy discs you know what i was surprised people weren't throwing money at her i was happily surprised that coins yeah. weren't being shot at her throw uh i thought you meant like dollar bills like a strip club oh no like a, i was thinking like a wishing like a fountain. wishing well yeah. people hit her in between the eyes with a yeah. nickel <laughs> yeah. um so that was one of the places we went to and then i was going to tell you about this other place we did uh in the morning there was this like donut place across the street called duck donuts and it was was so freaking bumping like it was like donut planet plant plant in, um, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Manhattan. So it was like a kind of an, an artisanal upper artisanal, scale expensive donut. yes we went in there to get some donuts and there was like a 30 minute wait for donuts and so we were like okay peace we'll just get freaking iced coffees we got iced coffees there we walked over to the mcdonald's okay god i love mcdonald's and we got like the best breakfast and then sat on their outdoor patio and had a wonderful time where we were like mcdonald's you know, in the wasteland that is Myrtle Beach, McDonald's had a outdoor patio where they had used trees to create shade. You know, like they had planted trees to create a shaded eatery. I was like, wow, I'm good city planning. I'm surprised that McDonald's went this far for their customers. And like, I appreciate it. You know, I love McDonald's. I, I, I've said it before. I'll say it again. And that's and, why you're going to get those golden arches tattooed on yeah, your upper right. thigh. That's right. That's right. I'm going to get you. People are going to be like, what? Hey, hey, who is that right there? And I'm going to be like, that's Ronald McDonald, motherfucker, right next to the colonel. And then you pull down a little bit further and it's um, what's that guy? The purple guy? Ash Grimer? <laughs> Grimer? No, the purple Grimer is a Pokemon. And I'd, I'd prefer you to... to we talk talking about... Uh, what, yeah, what is that motherfucker's name? <laughs> well, there's the Hamburglar. Yeah. But who's Grimace. the purple guy? Grimace! Grimace. So, um, uh, what were we talking about? Oh, yeah. McDonald's is, is pretty good all around. I mean, let's be honest. There's a reason why it's McDonald's. Yeah. McDonald's is the McDonald's of fast food. It's just, you know, it's always It's reliable. doing a good job. But the breakfast is just unbeatable. I mean, it the really is, is so fucking beatable, man. I mean, what did you get when you were at? Well, that? okay, I will say that Julia got an egg McMuffin, and they had classic dude. They toasted her like the um, English muffin in such a perfect toast. Like we were like marveling, like how did they get this toasted so well? They must have it down to a science. The McDonald's cares. Is yeah, what you're I got a biscuit and a cinnamon bun, but it was delicious. All you I got, wanted was you a, got a biscuit. biscuit and a cinnamon bun. Yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what I did. Man, that is so Ashley Brooke Roberts well, to just I don't get wanna, two breads. I don't want to eat any eggs or cheese. I don't want to eat any animal products my from guy, fast food. My guy, eat it. It's good. Um, there was one time when I was when I was when I was into TikTok. I am no longer into TikTok, but I was um, scrolling and I and there was just some guy who was like. I guess he had gone viral on TikTok for like showing how certain things were made. Yeah. Uh, uh, at McDonald's. Yeah. Um, Wait, is this the guy who I told you about? Maybe. And I think I looked at his video and like he was just like talking about like, yeah, like if you ever wonder what this, how this is done back here, let me show you how the whatevers are made. And like, I guess he got so many followers for making those videos. I went on his account and because he was doing a live yeah. at the time. So he's live streaming and he was just fielding questions, people's McDonald's questions for like wow. an hour. And people were like, what about the shakes? Are the shakes good? Why are the shake machines always broken? They're like, dude, the, the shake machine here is always broken too. I don't know. I think people, I think they're kind of skipping out or people are like, what's, what should you eat? He's like, never eat the fish filet. Yeah, That's I've heard that That's the number before. one thing you shouldn't eat. It's all of the shit, dirty shit from the fish and they smash it all together and then fry it. It's like the bad parts of a fish. Yeah, but it also absorbs all like that old grease that's been sitting it there does? all day. Yeah. Oh, I don't I didn't know I didn't know about that, but he said like the fish fillet is like literally the parts of the fish you don't want to eat mm. and that's all mashed up and then fried. Well, I um, remember a guy, a TikTok guy from my early days on TikTok and I r- truly regret not following this guy because he worked at McDonald's and his thing was he would just during his lunch break people would tell him what they wanted him to review and so he would like get that and then he would eat it and tell you guys like about like how it was and like you know how it worked and all of this stuff fascinating no this may be the same guy but this one was definitely like I'm going to tell you how to what to stay away from. This guy didn't have like the wherewithal to do that. He was just like, I'm going to eat McDonald's for lunch because I get a free meal on my shift. So what do you guys want me to eat? No, this guy had some wherewithal. But anyway, uh, I would say that uh, the McGriddle, you can't go wrong with a McGriddle. And I think they have some sort of a new McGriddle situation. I think I saw that they're doing uh, some sort. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Of course, they're putting a piece of fried chicken between the McGriddle. Oh, well, you know what? We were really both like devastated by that. We realized as we were getting our breakfasts that neither of us got hash browns. Oh, God, the hash browns are the best. I know. We were shocked. Sneaky little things. The hash browns are really good. And also there are hot apple pies. Have you ever Mm, had a goddamn hot apple pie from there? Oh, my God. Not as good as Hardee's, though. Hardy's has a good hot apple pie? Well, they have an apple turnover, which is like, it's like, you know, it's like a burrito. It's like an apple pie burrito covered in cinnamon sugar. So good. Sounds good, but those hot apple pies, I remember being pretty stoned in high school and <laughs> eating like two hot apple pies and like a shake. And like, it's just the best thing that's ever it happened the, to dipping you. Dipping <laughs> it in the shake and shit. Yeah, I mean, it's it's uh, good times. I, I uh, unfortunately... If I ever eat another hot apple pie, I might die. So I can't ever eat one ever again. Well, guys, we have some big news. Do we? Um, yeah, we got big news. What? What's that? Um, I guess I'm going to tell them since you seem to not know what it is. But we have one more episode left of season one of Lost. Yeah, and we're going to watch it immediately following the recording of this podcast. Yeah, I told my dad we were watching Lost. And he really had like, it was like almost shell shocked. Like uh, he was having like a Vietnam flashback. He was like, what? Oh, lost. Oh, why? <laughs> it's not good at the end. It's bad. 
I've wasted so much time watching Lost. Why are you doing it? And I go, I know. I, I don't know. Ashley's making us watch it, and she made it seem like it was her favorite show. And then when I called her on it halfway through the season, she was like, oh, no, I don't like Lost. I'm like, no, what? Why not. are we fucking watching it then? You're like, because it sucks, and it's good, and I want to watch it. And I'm like, okay. And so we're I've committed to two seasons of it. But we do have one more episode in season one. So, guys, we'll give our full... Don't worry, next week you're getting our full season one of Lost recap, okay? It's coming. I know everybody's clamoring for it. Are you excited to watch this final app tonight? No, because I know there's five more seasons and then eventually people are disappointed with the ending. So I don't have any good <laughs> anticipation for this. I don't. And honestly, all I can do right now, all I can think about is uh, is the Alien franchise. That's all I could think about. Yeah, I'm, Nick's like I'm on an invested. Alien franchise kick. I'm so glad you're watching that on your own. 40 Four? years since uh, since the original, I think. Well, this is like the, the 50th anniversary of Lucasfilms. Is it really? Yeah. Oh, My dad know. and brother were watching like a Star Wars marathon yesterday. Star Wars just not as fun for me as the Alien franchise. I've only watched two in this, uh, the first two Alien movies um, in this uh, I'm addicted to it because I'm watching a lot of supplementary content. Right now I'm listening to a podcast. I listen to a, a long podcast about the first movie and then I'm, I've, I'm in the middle of listening to a long podcast about the second movie. How did you get, because when I came back from Myrtle Beach, Nick picked me up from the airport. I, w I saw him and burst into tears from my flight and then he just very... <laughs> He um, just talked to me on the ride back about Alien. He's like letting me know that he's gotten into Alien since I've been gone. How did that happen? Well, I talked to you about it before and I kind of tested whether or not you wanted to do you this did. with me. That and, is true. And you were like, oh, I really like Alien. And I go, good, we can watch it. And you're like, we're watching Lost. And I'm like, okay, I think we're going to do this on my own. Well, I like Alien point. the movie. I don't like Alien the franchise. Right. So... I uh, I don't know how this happened. I, I really don't. I think maybe I saw somewhere that it was, you know, there was a... I don't really... I, I don't... I do not know why I started watching them. I've seen almost all of them. I haven't seen all of them, but in my lifetime, I've seen almost all of them. And I just wanted to watch it. I, I really wanted to watch Aliens because uh, mm. I hadn't seen the sequel in mm. a very, very long time. And so I was interested in that. And I'm like, well, if I'm going to watch the sequel, I might as well watch the first movie again. And then I'm like, well, if I'm going to watch the first two, I got to watch Alien 3. What are you at right now? I watched the first two movies. So so tonight at some point, I think I'm going to pop on Alien 3. So we'll do Lost after this, and then you'll watch Alien 3? Yeah. Okay, and then what do you think, like, which one do you think's better, Alien or Aliens? Well, I watched them both Yeah. That's uh, recently, as I <laughs> yes, just yes, mentioned. Yes, that's what we're talking about, <laughs> and, I, and I'm glad you asked. <laughs> Alien is a better movie. Yes. It is a better movie. It is... They are two different movies, two different directors, two different directors, and two. It's very interesting. the f The first three movies are made by three separate legendary directors. Who does the second? James Cameron. Oh wow! Of the Terminators and of the Abyss and, and of Titanic, Titanic and Avatar uh, and and uh, yes. So it's just like and the and the first one is Ridley Scott. Yeah. So you know, uh, it, the first movie is a haunted house in space. I love it so and much. And it's a thriller. There's so much tension. Uh, it's um. 
you know, it's just an incredible movie building tension and then what you could do with practical effects and, um, you know, kind of just really realistic sort of acting and yeah and um you know uh one of your first i would say really powerful female heroines right or female heroines that's uh that's the same thing right were you gonna say an oxymoron Oxymoron, it didn't make that didn't make sense but um yeah one of your first sort of real powerful female leads right yeah um even though in the first movie she's not you know uh Sigourney Weaver's character uh, Ripley is not, you know, super taking charge of anything. That starts to happen in the second movie and the third movie. But oh, so it's she's in all of them. Oh, she's the through line. Oh, I didn't of realize. the first four. Okay, they get away from it eventually. Um, but so I would say I I the movie I would say if I had to keep one of them yeah. to watch would be Alien. It's just like perfect. It's pretty much a perfect horror movie. Yeah. I'm like, I've always been very prone to space, scary space stuff. I love it. I love the scary, like if you can do like a horror sci-fi like yeah. space thing. I like a thriller sci-fi. Um, But space. But space. But That's space. what sci-fi is. Thriller no, sci-fi. No, sci-fi could be... Uh, the Thing is a sci-fi movie, and that happens in Antarctica. It's it's just if there's scientific elements of like stuff like that. Oh. Like I would say if this... If the, I think of sci-fi as space-based. I don't think it has to be. Interesting. Science fiction could just be a futuristic society, and nobody's in space. You yeah. know what I mean? So, so like, is Fahrenheit 451 a sci-fi book? I don't know. I've never read it. <laughs> so I, I I just know that it doesn't have to be space, but I'm very taken with space horror. I really like space shit where, because I'm a kind of, a, I'm afraid of space. So, and, and I'm also super curious about it, mm. but like I was always afraid of aliens. Just and, interesting. And, and the aliens I'm afraid of are not the xenomorphs that you see in the movie Alien. What are you afraid of? I'm afraid of e. like- e. Kind of. I'm afraid of like what you know the gray alien with the big eyes and the long oh. Slenderman body just coming down and abducting people and then experimenting. Exp- on yeah, them. like, and then you can't communicate with them, and you're like, oh, you know, and all of those. They keep you in like a little museum tube. of humans, right? Like, I'm afraid of that, like the unknown of wow. like that. I, I, I am grew, not. I grew up being afraid of that very much, so. Um, you're knocked on uh, sheetrock <laughs> for some reason there. Why? Just because I don't want to grow into being afraid of it. Okay. Because I, I well, if I've learned anything from my plain anxiety, it's that like anxieties change over the, your lifetime. So I'm not, you know, aliens do not rock me to the core, but like ghosts if you do. Saw, if you saw, but there might as well be ghosts. You know what I mean? They're unexplained happenings that, you know, that could hurt you. I don't you know or why. Something. It doesn't bother me. Like if you saw like a, an alien spacecraft like you thought you had, an, you had a UFO sighting. That I'd walk freak towards you it. out. What? I would walk towards it, babe. I would walk towards it. You know, my dad said that he saw aliens. Are you sure he wants you to share this on a podcast? Probably not. No, no. But I feel like everyone in my family has some sort of alien story just uh, from I'm being sure. in the country. Um. Uh, so I am afraid of aliens. So it always like at that. And then when I'm like looking for. Like I read a lot of sort of comics and stuff like that, and 
I always look for like um that that's like my favorite type. And there's a lot these days where it's just like, yeah, we're on a ship. It's all inspired by aliens. Like I think we're we on a ship really... and ghosts are on this ship. And it's just like because you can't get the fuck out of the ship. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's it's why. It's the fall of the house. Of, it's the fall of the house of Usher. Never read it. Now, listen. Edgar Allan Poe. It's the, you know, the foundation is rotten in the house. So And Alien, it's going to destroy all of us. It's one of my favorite themes. Alien is builds that tension. It's really cool. Like knowing how it's made and how like sort of uh, the, the story came about and all that stuff. It's really fun. And watching the kind of like all the beginning of it's, this franchise, um, it's really nice. It is a masterpiece. It's American oh. existential dread. It's like that is the modern version of The Fall of the House of Usher. Don't know it. So that's great. Henry now, Miller's Turn of the Screw. Never read it. You bought it for me. Never read it. Now, uh, so uh, the the, Rid the Ridley version is very much like a horror thriller movie. So I I knew this. This is this movie. I I've rewatched a few times. This time, this last viewing was the first time that I actually. Oh, I know why I like it. I, or I I started reading it or watching it because I am getting back into reading comics again, and they're ju they just started up with a new Alien comic that it got very good reviews. There, there's been Alien comics for 30 years. This one got very good reviews, and I read the first two, and I really enjoyed it. And I go, oh, there's all this, like, canon shit in there. I want to go back and watch this first movie. I watched this first movie the first time I actually could understand the plot. I've yes. seen it, like, four times, and I'm like, I always kind of, like, it's so slow, yeah, and the jargon they're talking about goes over my head, and I never really know what the movie's about. Right. right? But I was like, I am going to pay attention to this fucking movie. Yeah. And so I did, and I actually understood the plot. And I'm like, okay, this is interesting to me. And then you did a great job of telling me the I plot. I did. I told you the plot. And I was really doing that for you because you were very told me you were very shaken up after the plane. So I just wanted to kind of like lull you to sleep. Yeah, you took me on a- the plot points, which I do think worked. I think it worked too. Kind of it got did your mind calm off the me. flight. Yeah. You told me a story, basically. Right. It's like telling a child a story. Exactly. <laughs> I calmed you down with my dulcet tones. Mm. So then the second movie, Aliens, um, I what's interesting about it, James Cameron takes over. He actually does the writing of the script and everything, and uh, he's coming off Terminator. Wow. So that's why he was, they said. Coming it. in high. He had written it. He was supposed to direct Terminator. He was directing Term Terminator. He wrote that as well. And uh, they were waiting to see how it did before they brought him on as a director, and then it did well. And they mm. were like, oh, come and direct this movie too. What I enjoy about this is he was like, listen, I love Alien so much. He's like, if I just do like another, like Alien came out in 79, this movie came out in 86. So there was a long- Oh, that's a significant amount of time. That is a significant amount of time. He's like, I just don't want to do like a remake of yeah. it, you know? Because yeah. like, I think even back then, people were like, well, it's been eight years. We might as well just kind of do the movie again and make it different. But he was like, I'm never going to do the whole haunted house in space thing, and people are going to get really weird if I try and make this Ridley Scott movie. So it's just like, we're doing a sequel, and this movie's not going to be a haunted house in space. This is going to be like a fucking war movie in space. Wow. And that's what it is. It's just like a what would the Marines look like if it's, uh, you know, uh, X amount of years later and they are a space Marines. Mm. And so he got super nerdy with like how, like all the gear and very, very detailed. So I watched this movie. It's great. It really is a great 
like action horror movie mm. and the fucking cast of marines are so fantastic you've never met a bunch of assholes like this in your <laughs> life just like classic like 80s like you know they, they're very much modeled after sort of vietnam marines and, and now you were telling me when we were in the shenandoah valley on our yes. nature hike you yes. were telling me about predator now, how which, similar are which, these? Which sounds like well, they intersect because yeah. after oh. the after the first four movies, the next movie is Alien versus Predator, oh. based on a comic book. Because what you're doing, which you, I will watch, what you're saying about aliens mm-hmm. sounds like what you were saying about Predator. Um, action movie, war movie. Well, yes, it's kind of similar Marines. as the first Predator is similar to the first Alien movie. In that they're just getting picked off one by one mm. and they're just out of their element and all that stuff. But yeah. I prefer the Alien franchise over the Predator franchise. Because they're like, there's one great Alien movie or one great uh, Predator movie. Yeah. Second one's like, all right, if I remember correctly. There's like a third or a fourth, but people don't even don't even know about those. These, the, the canon and the continuation and like the star power of these i mean all the way up until ridley scott you know is doing prequels with prometheus and i believe he did the last movie that came out in 2017 alien covenant which i never saw which i'm very excited to get to in my run of movies so like uh, i'm glad you got something to focus on. i got something to focus on (laughs) i'm done with television folks i'm not watching any more reality tv yeah i'm out sorry guys for those of you like our real our half-assed reality tv talk (laughs) i'm out i haven't watched a movie since 2004 we're gonna go see cruella we're going to the movies again we're gonna go see cruella this week going to see cruella folks i think we're gonna do a patreon episode about it lin-manuel miranda movie we're gonna do in the heights Uh, yeah we're gonna go see that shit and i'm gonna learn about the latinx experience Mm -hmm. is it latinx or latinx i think it's latinx it is not latinx (laughs) don't know like weaponx i don't know no i think it's latinx i do i don't know i mean that makes sense but i i remember hearing it and being like oh that is not i just read it all of the time we're gonna know after we see this movie we're gonna know all about the experience that's right I don't know anything about the movie, but Ashley said that it's important for us to go see it. I want to go see it. We're going to go see it, folks, because I see movies now. I'm not going to be pushed away by a runtime. I'm into it. Yeah. Okay, guys. Thanks so much for (laughs) listening. (laughs) Really appreciate you. Um... I will watch. No, I'm not. I'm not gonna get too. We're gonna weird watch about Survivor it. again. Oh, Don't, we're gonna start watching Survivor and Big Brother again stupid. and all that stuff. And I cannot wait. Can we please get the Road Rules uh, season that is promised? Is yeah, that, that would be cool. Filmed. I don't know what the hell's going on, but I want more Paramount Plus uh, shoulder content. Is that what they call that? Shoulder content. I don't know. I, I don't think know. you just made it up. I heard it once, folks. That has been the show. Thank you so much for being our friends. Uh, Our buddies. We hope you enjoyed this podcast. Uh, We will be back next week with more ramblings from the two madmen from hell. Come on. That's us. Thanks for listening, guys. Bye. Bye.